the valley where the girls get naked. If you throwing bags, then you know she gon' shake it. One, two, break them. Three, four, break them. These niggas grind hard, but these bitches grind harder. Climbing up the pole just to get out the bottom. The crowd below, stay ready for the show. The pimps, the dough, don't let it take your soul. What you do when the power out? Kids home, can't do no screenshot. We all too to live, but the different routes. Say the shit we shine, gotta make it count. When you live and die, gotta pay the Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Podium Podcast, episode 146. Woo! If you don't know, that is the theme song to P Valley, which is a show I just started last night that I keep hearing so much about. Pretty good show. I'm two episodes in and I'm hooked. So it did its job. It got me early. Now, there's a lot of shit going on to discuss. Um, today, as of today, we are nine days away from my birthday. Just want to throw that out there. There'll be an episode before my birthday next week. So just know that we treating that, we treating 146 like it's my birthday episode. So I might have to tell some stories and go back in time on niggas or something. I don't know. I'm going to figure something out for next week's theme. But Drake, Drake has dropped a new record that people like. It's cool. <laughs> uh, let's, hit, let's hit Drake in a little dirt. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now, baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing and slowed down, baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town, baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Shawty come sit on my lap, hey. They say Trizzy just snapped. This in between us is not like a store. This isn't a closable gap, hey. I see some niggas attack and don't end up making it back. I know that they at the crib going crazy down bad. What they had didn't last, damn baby. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. That's laugh now, cry later, Drake and Lil Durkio, my boy Dirk. Good to see Dirk doing records with big dogs now, cause um, it's time, you know. He been uh the man in his city for a long time, and um to see him working with big artists like Drake is a is that's you know that just shows you Drake knows what the fuck the streets is talking about. Drake knows what the you fuck with. He know what's going on. See now, a lot of artists' problems is they don't know, they're not aware of the people under them that are important to the culture and are valuable and are loved by the culture. Dirk is loved by the culture. 
the older heads might not know who Lil Durk is, but the young niggas definitely know who Durk is for years. Since 2012, Durk been very, very uh, influential in the streets, if you will. Uh, as he calls himself, voice of the hood, voice of the ghetto. So, yeah. Um, now, hmm, how do I want to start this episode this week? Do I want to start political? Do I want to start personal? Do I want to start just general fuckery? Uh, let's think about this. Nipsey Hussle's birthday just passed on Saturday. Rest in peace to the great Nipsey Hussle. Uh, brother, you are missed dearly. Um, you know, we all, we all know that. You know, Nipsey was... um. It was... um. My mother. Nipsey's death was shocking and um kind of crazy. Like it took a long time for that to kind of settle, you know, amongst the world because um Nip was just starting to, you know, get his look. And um for him to be took out that way. You know, in the way that it happened, in the place that it happened, it was just something you didn't fathom and you didn't want for, you didn't want that for Nip. You didn't want, we wanted him to, we thought he got away from that kind of shit where he had to worry about where he was and who he's with and who's around him because he was loved so much. But with all love comes hate. The more they love you, it gives people more of a reason to hate you. So you got to be careful with that whole love thing and you got to, you know, make yourself exclusive because the first chance niggas get, they go take that chance. And it's fucking disgusting that we have to live like that. That is, It's very unfortunate that we have to live like that. But this is the world we live in. We come from places where we have to do things to survive. And in doing that, you might have to cross people or people may have to cross you. And there's no real way to avoid that. You know, the only thing you can do is protect yourself and stay as low as possible, which is unfair, but it's a part of fame. You know, I always said, I don't want to be too famous because when you get too famous, people want to kill you. And, you know, it sucks that that's what it is because when you're normal, nobody cares enough to want to kill you. Some people, that yeah, they in some shit and people want them and the money saves them. And there's a lot of people in that predicament and it may have been that. You know, but he I don't think he was because he was always in his in hometown and always in his areas that he frequented. He had a store, a business he owned that he was there often. So, you know, I didn't see that for him. So beyond the shock of it, you know, immediately I began to get sad for Lauren, because how do you fucking console someone that just lost the best part of their life? Your soulmate, your everything, your love, your it's like, how the fuck do you survive and continue to live, like, without that person? You know, you find, you wait all your life to find the love of your life, and you find it, and somebody takes it from you. It's very, 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 very heartbreaking. But we celebrated Nipsey that day. There was a lot of love shown to Nip. <clears throat> I hope everybody ran his streams up. Hope everybody went and just bought some merch just because. No matter how long it takes to come, buy that shit. Um, but rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. We miss you, brother. Uh, now, 
There is some uh, form of fuckery going on out here. So let's discuss. Um, hmm. Let's see. What do, do I start here? All right. The uh, Rough Rider documentary started on uh, BET. I don't know how many of y'all are in tune with these docs that BET's been putting out lately, but uh, they did the death row. And that one was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, Death Row was, was very good. Very introspective. Very deep, dark dive into what it was to be Death Row in the 90s. Uh, gave you Suge's story and his background. and gave you Snoop's background. Pac's background. Dre's background. They brought it all together. And it got you to the point where we are now where Suge is incarcerated. For manslaughter, he killed somebody with a car. I think he ran somebody over some wild shit. Suge, Suge, Suge was a real dude, man. <laughs> I'll say that. Suge was a real dude. Now, he didn't start this way. You know, he, Suge was a football player, and he wasn't even in a, in a gang for real. Like, Suge was really trying to do things the right way. But with being big like that and wanting money and being ambitious, you got to use what's, you know, what God's given you to get exactly pretty much what you want. And uh, Suge... Made his presence felt very much <laughs> in the music industry. Now, um, the No Limit one was after that, Master P, and it went through Master P's come up and uh, everything that Master P had going on in his prime and his era. And uh, it's it's amazing to see our people come from such humble beginnings to being multimillionaires, damn near billionaires. In a, in a matter of years by putting everything into something. And it made me, it, it, it basically motivated me to a point where like you cannot stop when you got to see things all the way through, especially with business. Like I, what I learned from Master P and Suge, what I learned from Suge was don't take no for an answer. When you get your opportunity to get in, you make sure you stay in that bitch and you don't let nobody take nothing from you. Suge didn't take no shit. What I learned from P was it doesn't matter what people think, keep going. Because Master P is from New Orleans, Louisiana. He's from the most treacherous projects in the fucking world. Grew up there. Whole family grew up there. All right? Suge, I mean, Master P was in the streets. Got out the streets, started to do the music like, yo, fuck it, I'm going to just go to Cali. I'm going to move to Oakland, take this money I got because they killed his, his uh, grandfather. Gave him wrong prescriptions and it killed his grandfather. They didn't mean to give him that prescription and it killed him. So they got a settlement and Master P took his settlement money and he moved, relocated him and his girl and his baby, little Romeo, to uh, Oakland, California. Now, Master P's from Louisiana, New Orleans. He, not, he don't know nothing about Oakland, but he went out there for opportunity. I got to get out the hood. He went out there. He was still hustling. But he was making music and he started his own record label, No Limit. It, it wasn't working at first. It wasn't. People didn't fuck with it. They was, they was not fucking with Master P. But he didn't quit. And that shit is so inspiring to think, if, what if he gave up and just said, fuck it, I'm going to sell these drugs the rest of my life and do this. There wouldn't have been no Little Romeo. There wouldn't have been no No Limit. There wouldn't have been a Master P. He would have never heard of him. Everything he did for the hip-hop culture would have never happened, and we would have, we would have not had that era. That era opened the doors for people like Cash Money and, you know, all these QCs and all these Southern rap groups 
You know what I'm saying? It it, it opened the door for the South in a way that it, it won't. It, you'll never see that again. You'll never see a Master P again. You'll never see it as an artist that then turned to an athlete, that then turned to a sports agent, that then turned to a fucking just a CEO of so much shit. This nigga got rap snacks. He got them bullshit sneakers. He trying to sell, but. If you understand Master P, you understand why he's doing that. Because he's had success doing things like that before. So, just the, just the hustle in him. Like, he was giving no-limit shirts to homeless people in the streets to wear. Just so you would know, you would get used to seeing that shit. That's, that's visionary, man. Like, that's, it's inspiring. So, BET now is doing the Rough Rider doc. And as you all know, DMX is my favorite rapper ever. So to learn more about DMX, I mean, it's not much I don't know, but there are a few things that I did not know that I, that I learned in this documentary. It comes on BT, I believe, on Wednesdays or Thursdays at uh, 8 o'clock. It's called um, Chronicles. And they, right now they're doing the Rough Riders. And younger people might not know how important or how big the Rough Riders were in their time. This is late 90s, early 2000s. DMX was the hottest shit in the world. Then you had Eve. Then you had the locks come from Bad Boy. You had Drag On, who was actually hot at one point. The Rough Riders was just, you had Swiss Beats making great beats for everybody. It's just an era of hip-hop that will never be duplicated. And to relive this is beautiful. And I'm glad BET took the time. I don't know how long they've been working on these. Because X in, these, in this doc is not the X we see now. It's not Fat X. It's just Skinny X look like he's still going through it. He was, you know, talkative enough to tell his story. And, you know, I've, we've heard, if you listen to DMX music, you've heard his story. His mom really wasn't the greatest. He grew up rough. Uh, grew up just in, in and out of group homes and in and out of jail. Just him and his dog. His dog used to use, used to use X would use his dog to rob people. How, how wild is that? He would be walking the dog and you walk past or something. And he just hit him, boy. And the dog just press you up on the wall. He robbed you. Dig all in your pocket. Let me get that. Give me this. Give me this. And then they just take off. Then he said he had, he's taken guns out of people's hand before. So he's not scared of a gun. He said a dog. He said a dog is like a bullet with teeth. It's go, he's eventually going to catch you. That's some scary shit. A, a, a fucking angry, barking, growling pit bull. You know how strong them shits is, man. I fuck, you, ain't, you ain't running out running no pit bull. He's going to get you. It's a fact. But um, you learned a lot. You learned how the Rough Riders grew up, DNY, founders of uh, Rough Riders. You found out how they got the name Rough Riders. Him and his mom was just watching fucking uh, t- uh, some movie, I forget, a Western movie. And they came up with the name right there. And the first artist that they went for was DMX. But you had to find this nigga. Because he didn't, you know, he was just in the streets. X was everywhere. Like, they niggas knew who he was. But he was known, like he said in the show, known for two things, rapping and robbing. They knew he could rap and he would rob you. So when they was looking for him, like, hey, who the fuck looking for me? But uh, check it out. It's one episode in Rough Rider Doc Chronicles on BET. Very, 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 very good. Now, next. Sh- the Shy. Oh, The Shy. Listen, if you haven't seen The Shy yet, turn it off. Turn me off right now. Turn me off. If you, I'm telling you, I'm giving you the disclaimer. If you have not watched The Shy this weekend, this is now Tuesday. If you haven't seen it, it comes on Saturday midnight. If you got the, the app, I watch it on Hulu. 
Um, it's not free. You got to pay for the add-on. It's like $10 a month for fucking uh, Showtime, whatever the shit is. Anyway, The Shy. Now, this season, it just got interesting now. I mean, it was already good, but some people don't like this season, too. And I can understand. It's a little slow. They're dragging it. But it's still good to me. I love it. You know, this is like season three now they're on, and I'm, I'm all in. But anyway, the episode starts with uh, Emmett. And uh, Shorty, Lala, basically um, cleaning up the restaurant that they got from old boy. And um, the tension is there between him and his girl. I mean, his girl and Lala. Tricky. You know, he just smashed Lala last episode. You know, he don't really have no feelings, but he feels regret. He regrets doing it because he's starting to get more into his girl now. And that is a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. I want to tell y'all this. (laughs) That is some real fucking shit. That is real. If you ever had a girlfriend and cheated on her, you start to realize how much you love your girl when the cheating don't feel the same. It's like, damn, I I shouldn't have did that shit. Oh, that's my girl, man. (laughs) It'd be times, it'd be times you'll be with a chick, you just finish smashing and be like, I miss my girl. That's weird, ladies. I just gave y'all the mind of a man. It happens. Ain't no nigga allowed listening to this saying that's that's bullshit. Y'all know it's a fact. It's a fact. You be laying with your, your side joint or your little chick you with for that night and you be thinly thinking about your girl. And she's like, what's wrong? Nothing, man. I'm chilling. I'm good. You miss your girl. Like, you really want to call her right now, but I can't. I'm with this bitch. She's going to hate. What are you going to call your girlfriend in front of me? You got to ignore your phone. So if your girl do call, you can't even answer it. And that's... Not answering... Yo, you want to talk about Pressure. Pressure is being somewhere you're not supposed to be and your girl calling. One call, cool, you missed it. If she texts you after that, there is anxiety now. Hey, give me a call. Fuck, she called and text. I can't ignore her all night, but I cannot pick up. And I can't answer the phone where I'm at. She's going to hit the background and know I'm not. I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be. I cannot answer this phone. I can't even answer the text because she's going to call me. This, that, ladies, y'all don't want to... That was the wrong button, but ladies, that's pressure. That is anxiety. That is drama. That is everything wrong with cheating is right there in that moment. And men, we kind of like just go with the shit. We are stupid. We're stupid. We put ourselves in those situations and then later on just be like, I'll fix it later. Men, we got to stop that shit. We got to stop. That's trash. We got to cut it out. But anyway, the shy. Uh, This episode... Uh, your boy, the uh, ugly nigga that saved the old girl. <laughs> I forget his name, but the ugly dude, the old dude, the crusty nigga. Yeah, man, I'm trying to get to find the girl. His voice bothers me. His voice sounds like struggle. Sounds like alcoholism. It sounds like cigarettes. His voice sounds like an old bum nigga. But anyway, this episode, he gets rewarded for finding Keisha. And of course, you know, the church cooked up a collection for him and put some money together for him to get back on his feet. And then here comes fucking Duda, Percy, whatever the fuck his name is, and Candy. They gonna throw him five grand. Oh. Now his plan now is to take that money and move to another city with his friends, where his friends where he said it's a job there. And he's that's where he's going. But at the same time, his old joint. Because once you get your shit right and start doing good, they always come back, bro. 
Now they on you. Now she on his dick. Bitch, you kick me in the street. I killed that little kid for your son. And you do me like this? Or whatever. But she back on the tip. And um, he wants to see his grandchild, you know. Now, this is not his biological son, but he did have a hand in raising this young man before he was killed. And um, they, he had a child on the way when he got killed. So he wants to uh, meet, you know, meet the grandchild, talk to the mom and everything like that. So they grant him that. And, um, you know, his life is going well. But on the other side of town, we got Keisha who's taking a pregnancy test and she's pregnant by this rapist nigga. Every woman's worst fear. That, that isn't like, all right, cool. You was raping me, whatever. But I'm pregnant now. I can't do this. She's having traumatic relapses where she goes to run or she sees certain things that trigger her, uh, men, her mental, her, her inability to get back into the reality of the world. She's been locked up and abused for however long. So now she's a, you know back in society and she has to readjust. It's not easy, you know, when you're going through things like that to just reacclimate yourself to the world. You know, it's, it's difficult. But um, she's trying. She tried to go for a run. She tried to go to the, to the store. You know, her brother's around. And um, she's pregnant with this, this fuck nigga's baby. He's dead. She killed him. But um, then the parents are talking about getting, getting, you know, getting rid of that. And uh, that's what's happening on that side. Now, on the other side, you got young boy with the dreads and his gay ass brother that was with the tranny. Um, they want money, man. So they run up in Duda safe. Candy gives him the combination. He takes the money. Right? That's happening. Then you got the opening of the restaurant. The restaurant opens and Emmett is extremely happy. Right? They're getting everything together. He goes to buy a ring for his baby mother. Salute. Imagine a world where if every nigga just did right by their child's mom, what kind of world we would have. Especially in the black community. Fathers, this is for you. If you go put a child in that woman, that is your woman for life. Stay with that woman. Stop just dumping babies and bitches and running off. I hate it. Niggas love to have a baby mother. Like, no, you just... Gave that woman something another man now has to come and make up for because you couldn't be a man enough to raise your own child with that woman. You couldn't make yourself a good enough man to keep that woman happy. You know, and niggas will blame the woman. But if you was doing everything right, she wouldn't. And she was still bitching, which is rare. Okay, niggas always got to excuse. Nah, she crazy. She ain't fucking crazy. She wanted you to be a man and you didn't want to do it. You ran from it. That makes you a punk nigga. You a punk. Yeah, nigga, you. Your baby mother was like, you get that job yet? No, I'm going to do it tomorrow. She got tired of hearing that. And it's her fault for pushing you? Nigga, you's a bitch. The fuck out of here. Anyway, he proposed to his baby mother. Lala was a little salty about it. But um, it happened. She said yes. The ring was poop. His father made sure to mention that. <laughs> um, What else happened in the shop? Um... Emmett's dad is going to fuck Lala. It's going to happen. You can see it. It was very easy for him. But Lala, she's also playing a very dangerous game of, nigga, I will fuck your father. And we can't never win that war. Fellas, we can't win that war. We can't. That's why women got to, we just got to let them 
we can't win that war. <laughs> right? Um, now at the end of the episode, you know, dude, the old crunchy nigga, he comes to eat and celebrate because uh he knows Emmett and everything like that. And as he's leaving with Shorty, dude runs up behind him, blows his fucking brains out. That's for Kooky, motherfucker. Wow. Episode ends. That nigga dead. I'm not gonna lie, I seen it coming. The shy. I saw that coming the entire episode. I seen it. I'm like, they go, this something gonna happen to him. He like, somebody go die or he go die. I seen it. I seen it. It was either gonna be Shorty or him. It was him. I seen it. But nonetheless, good episode, great episode. Loved it. Loved it. The shy is getting better. Um, things are happening, man. Oh. All right. Now, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the Biden thing, right? The whole Biden thing. I, I'm not a political person, right? I don't know much about politics. I don't know about this lady that Biden chose to read his vice president. I see a lot of people are angry and upset with her or with him for choosing her, or they just don't fuck with Shorty. Everybody is not in agreement with her. Some people are, some people are not. I will say this. We have to stop. As black people, everybody cannot be what we want them to be. If that was the case, who would they be? You know what I mean? People are going to do things you don't like. People are going to have a past that you don't agree with. Everybody has done shit in their life. But at the end of the day, to see a woman of color in that position is awesome. We've never had a black vice president, let alone a female. I don't give a fuck what she did. She's a black woman. Now, I know why Biden did that, right? But is he, is he wrong? Why, is he wrong? Oh, he had to pay it back. Obama picked him. Obama picked him. Pay it forward, nigga. Put another person in position. Empower us. Now, listen, anything is better than Trump. I'm going to keep it a bean. To me, anything is better than Trump. So if Biden got to get in there, and I know y'all don't like him. I know people don't like Biden. But are you going to leave Trump in there? I know it's like, I don't even want to vote at this point. A lot of people are like, man, I don't even want to vote. Be both, of the two, both of them trash. But I'd rather, I don't give a fuck who it is. Get Trump out. Trump got to go. This country has to go back to how it was. He has to go. Right? Now, Joe Biden is a former vice president. He knows how to do things, okay? Now, I don't know how many vice presidents have become president. After serving vice president, I don't know how that worked. I don't know how many people actually did that, got that off. But I would rather be somebody in office that we that knows what the fuck they're doing. Okay? He was a vice president for eight years. Donald Trump has no political experience. We cannot have him go back. We cannot. We got, ooh, excuse me. We got to focus to get this nigga out of here, bro. We got to. And that whole Kanye shit, ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore it. It's bullshit. As you see. He stopped all of that wild shit. He got the attention he wanted for whatever amount of time, and he's quiet again. Now he wants to work on TikTok. Bro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here, Kanye. Oh, but um, moving on. I still don't know who I'm voting for, by the way. I don't know. So, it is what it is. This nigga Snoop Dogg trying to get fake Diesel. <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, Kamala Harris. That's her name, Kamala Harris. People don't like her. I don't have the knowledge 
or the education to even um uh speak on if she's good or not or whatever. So I'm not gonna even engage and say what you know. I'm just gonna say she better than Trump. I can at least say that anybody's better than Trump. Get him out. Uh, happy birthday to Young Thug. One of the goats of the new generation. One of the goats. One of. There are many goats of this generation. Uh, Boosie has been banned <laughs> from Instagram, and he won Mark Zuckerberg. I didn't even know that was his name. He won Mark Zuckerberg to get his Instagram back, man. Let's listen to Boosie. They just took my Instagram. Mark Zuckerberg. I need to talk to you. Bosses need to talk to boss. I don't know what I did, but I need my Instagram back. I don't even know what I did. But this is how I feed my family. Mark, do not do this to 2020. Do not take boots off Instagram. We need to talk, Mark. You need to take me to orientation or something, but you can't put me out of school. This is how I feed my family. We ain't making no show money, Mark Zuckerberg, none of the rappers. I need my Instagram back, man. Mark, I need my Instagram back. Mark Zuckerberg. I told everybody, call Mark Zuckerberg at him right now. Tell him, call my assistant. We need to talk. I need my Instagram. I got people money I got to poke. So it's just a matter of time. Rihanna, you know you want me. You know you want me. It's all this black chocolate. Boosie has been uh, black. So look at, look at black out of his mind for some chocolate. time now. Look at these toes. Rihanna, you can see me in it. I gotta put Meg the style, you know that bitch. Meg the style, you gonna kill it. I like that me and look. Nigga, you took her, I know that you shook. Eat on this like a book, like a bone that we put in the back of the book. Will's looking kind of bad, right? Man, bro, why did he do that? Will, Will's bro? looking bad. Why did he do that, bro? And it looked like she just got the power. Exactly. You know, we entangled. <laughs> Entanglement. She cocking now. The little mother cocking <laughs> six eggs. She cocking now. We entangled. Yo, let me tell you. Well, I was in a bad spot. <laughs> Will's looking kind of bad. <laughs> Boosie man. crazy. Man. Boosie. Salute Boosie, man. Mark Zuckerberg. Get Boosie his Instagram back, man. Yeah, Boosie want his shit back. He got... I know why he got banned, though. Come on. You, nigga, you been wilding, Boosie. <laughs> you broke every rule of Instagram and they let you rock, but damn, bro. Come on. They might get it. Just make a new page. You ain't gonna be verified. Just make a sneaker page and just sneak. Uh Cat Williams. Cat Williams did about an uh, I wanna say a nine-minute piece for Supreme and a Takashi 6ix9ine wig. Give, leave it to Cat to address all elephants in the room. He will never bite his tongue. Cat Williams, we love you, brother. We appreciate you. <laughs> And we miss you, man. Where you at? You know? Dave, man, look out for Cat, bro. Look, I know he crazy, but he, so what? Look out for Cat. Don't do that. We got to look out for each other right now. We need Cat. Cat got a voice. Cat is very, very, very smart. A lot of people downplay Cat Williams because the whole pimp shit and all that. Listen, Cat Williams is one of the smartest comedians there are. One of the smartest and one of the funniest. So we need Cat. Before Kevin Hart was the man, Cat Williams had shit locked. Don't fucking forget it. Don't fucking forget it. Before Kevin Hart got his look because he was safer, Cat Williams was the guy. You seen his pimping, pimping. Don't even do that. Cut it out.
Niggas try to turn their back on Cat now because he got beat up by a kid. So what? He little. <laughs> Cat old. Um, what else is going on? Drake is showing off his body. Ain't too much fuckery news going on, I, I see. Um, yeah, I don't see nothing else important, really. Doja Cat was offended by Nas's, uh, not really offended, she made a joke of it. Nas gave her a little bar in his new song. I ain't gonna lie, I don't like this Nas song, and I'm not really looking forward to Nas's new album. I know Hit Boy produced it all and everything like that, but I just feel like I'm not in the mood for Nas right now, bro. I'm not. Some people may be like, you're crazy. What? This is one of the greatest. Yeah, but so? So what? I don't... Nas' last two albums ain't did shit for me. I'm sorry. He can, he can retire, bro. Like, it's okay. We will not miss you much. <laughs> ain't nobody like, oh, Nas is on that? No, it's fire. No, no, we good. Nas, you had your run. We good. You know, you got to just, just get out the way. You know, not that you in anybody's way, but just get out the way and, and just chill. Let, you know, we don't want to. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to a Nas album and not like it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. 6 9 a.k.a. Duke, was running around California and nothing happened to him. Woo. Like, the, were you, are you surprised? Are you surprised? Is, is uh, like... What did you think was going to happen to 6ix9ine in California? What did you think was going to happen to 6ix9ine anywhere? Nobody's going to do nothing to this kid. Nobody's going to touch him. Nobody wants to go to jail for him. Okay? I don't understand. Hold on. I don't understand why people are upset that nobody's doing anything to him or he just out and about. about. This motherfucker is rolling with the cops. Armed security look like the fucking military. What are you? What are points are you going to get off by being shot or your ass whooped for trying to hit six nine? You don't get no points for that. So nobody cares, bro. Your music is done. Nobody's supporting your shit. It's, the antics is all he has left. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Let let the nigga run free. He's not bothering nobody. He's just trying to get under your skin. It's working. He still has followers. He still has, like, uh, people interested in him, and I don't understand why. But as adults, as the grown-ups, we have to ignore that kid. We got to ignore that kid. Let him, let him run around and do whatever the fuck he's doing. Nobody gives a fuck about none of that shit. Go ahead, bro. Go to Cali. Go, go, go play in the park. He broke his arm. Don't know how that happened. Don't know who found him and put his, broke his arm. Probably his security got tired of him fucking tr- doing dumb shit. But, yeah. Uh... Let's see. Mm, whoa. Attorney in Cuba Gooden Jr.'s sexual assault case reportedly argues that women with small breasts tend to have a distorted perception of... Re- all right, all right. I'm not reading this. I, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on, dude. Um, does anybody watch Marriage Boot Camp? Marriage Boot Camp is comedy. <laughs> comedy. Now, if you haven't seen it, the couples are Hazel E and some young nigga thinking, talking about he's with me. Is he with me for me or is he with me for the clout? Hazel E, who are you again? I'm sorry. You're important to where? To who? You were on Love and Hip Hop. Before that, I didn't even know who the fuck you was. 
You was the light skinned girl that 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 young bird was fucking and cutting off with the big nose. Then you went and got your nose done. They fucked it up. They fixed it back. Then you got fat. Now now you're pregnant. But the well, get out. Yo, y'all hazel eat. Talking about is he with me for me or the fame? What? Who the fuck is? Don't bitch. Don't nobody know you. Don't <laughs> nobody know you. All right. Then we got the other girl from um uh Real Housewives Atlanta. Phaedra is that her name? She's with some dude that she won't fuck. Mutt ass nigga. The pussy probably trash. Get out of there, dog. Or you go. Come on. Then you got Willie from Day 26 and his girl. I ain't seen Willie since fucking when? Making the band. Willie, get the fuck. You the only run relevant from Day 26 left. But salute to Willie, though, for keeping it. Hey. Shit. Willie's still out here. I don't know where the rest of them niggas at. Um. <laughs> Who else they got on there? Tahiri and Vado. Oh. <laughs> Never seen that coming. Like, when the fuck did they get together? Now, the other couple is um, Corrupt and his little Asian piece. Corrupt looks terrible on the show. Corrupt, I would seriously look for a lawsuit on this. They making you look like a, a supreme alcoholic, which is what you could be. But that is for you to display to the world. I had no idea Corrupt was fucked up like this. Right? I didn't know. But I guess that's why he's there. Um, And I think that's all the couples right there. I believe so. Now, the interesting part of the show is when Vano jumped up and choked Tahiri. Yes, that happened. (laughs) They had an issue. They had to wear these little zappers. And every time a person said something on the list to be zapped for, you zapped them. Tahiri kept doing it. Vado kept buzzing her. All right. Now, Tahiri ended up taking the thing off and quitting the little assignment. Now, and they get in the house. They have some more verbal back and forth. Tahiri throws two apples at, at Vado at MLB speed. Like, her fastball is really fast. Cracked them with an apple. And, you know, she walks off and whatever. Now, now they got to sit down and do this little thing. And she's basically uh, poking Votto, really, saying things to upset him. And it upset him, and he jumped up and attempted to put his hands around her throat and choke her. And he's just screaming, like, yo, you lucky I don't fucking hurt you, yo. You lucky I don't. And I'm, like, looking at him, like, Tahiri, you could beat him. Seriously. Tahiri could beat him up. I seen the punch she threw at fucking Consequence at the Love and Hip Hop reunion. And, um, yeah, I think she could take Vado one-on-one. Real shit. I don't think he she needs any help. Not saying that that was even a thing. Like, that should never happen. A man should never put his hands on a woman, and a woman should never put her hands on a man in a violent way. It should always be love. But reality is, I don't know if that was for TV or, or for real, but um, I don't know. But his shit got real, and uh, they they end up moving. They move Otto out the house, and Tahiri stayed. I haven't seen the newest episode, so I don't know what's going on after that. But I know I've I seen the episode after that where Otto was out the house, but I don't know what's going on on the last episode. Uh, it's all on YouTube if you want to watch it. Marriage Boot Camp, Celebrity Marriage Boot Camp, Hip Hop Edition. Uh, I don't know why they call it that. Maybe because it's people from the hip, from, from black people. <laughs> But whatever, it's interesting. Moving on. Gyms are supposed to open up as of August 24th. That's what Cuomo said at 50% capacity. 
you must wear a mask on the treadmill. Yes, if you want to work out in a gym, be prepared to work out with a mask on. Choice is yours. It'll be cold soon. You will do it if you want to go to the gym. Um, and salute to everybody staying in shape throughout quarantine. A lot of people out working out outdoors and really getting, you know, getting it in. And I see y'all. And salute to y'all for staying diligent and staying on it. Cause it ain't easy, man. Cause I would not shit. I, I I tried to do push-ups the first month of quarantine. I ain't did a push-up since. So um, yeah. Oh, and the 6ix9ine thing, we went to Nipsey's fucking site. Disrespect. Then I see that's what's gonna get him hurt. That right there is gonna get him hurt. Seriously. He cannot play like that. That was the shit I was talking about. Ain't nobody gonna hurt him for being out there. Ain't nobody gonna hurt him for sitting at a restaurant. But that right there, that Nipsey shit you did, that will get you killed, man. And I suggest you slow down and stop. <laughs> now, oh, Angela Simmons got a new man. Broke my heart to see it, but uh, he's a boxer. So I don't want no smoke, bro. You got it. Congratulations. <laughs> you got Angela Simmons, nigga. That big old juicy... Ang- oh, man, man, man. Okay, now. Now we got free game coming. Free game, free game, free game. Now, I saved this post from the other day because this was uh, very, very interesting to me. Now, I'm going to read these verbatim so you guys can... uh understand what's going on. These black men give some women relationship advice. This is from Twitter. Men only give us some relationship advice. Shout out to Twitter too. I've been on Twitter a lot more lately. You want to learn some shit or get get in touch with what's going on currently, jump on Twitter and see what's going on. It's a whole nother world. Instagram is one place. Twitter is in a whole nother world. So, salute to Twitter. Um, Now, this is the man's advice. This is the man right here. Find a man who is the man you want, not can be. Understand what that says. Ladies, for all you women that date potential, seeing the potential in it, well, he has the potential. He can be this and he, no. Is he it or is he not? There is no in between. You playing in the gray and you go get caught up in it. And then you go be stuck in gray. Black and white, either you doing it, nigga, or you not. Either way, I need to know so I can decide what I'm going to do, right? Find a man who is the man you want, not can be. Stop breaking your back trying to change us. We change when it's our time. Half the time, y'all break your back, and then another woman reaps the benefit. That is not your fault, just what you should not have to go through. Okay? Bars. If you got to break your back for a nigga, mm-mm. supposed to be the other way around. He supposed to break his back for you. So, there you go. And fellas, you know I'm right. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Now, the next guy. I hate to say it, but ladies, a man has to like you a little bit more than you. Like, wait, let me, oh, I got to, oh, this, this, is, this is, this right here is fucking from God directly through this man. He is a vessel. He is a vessel. I hate to say it, but ladies, a man has to like you a little bit more than you like him in order for the relationship to work. Also, if he wanted to, he would have. If he wants to, he will. Jesus Christ. Cheese, cheese, cheese on eggs. Listen, man. 
That right there is like flat out the most important thing you women will ever hear. A man 100% has to like you more than you like him. The problem women have is they only go in for niggas they like more. And that's why you fail. Y'all plot and pick out these niggas y'all got crushes on and y'all get them and these niggas shit on you and you blame him. This nigga never showed no indication of wanting you. You shot your shot at him. Did you ever stop to think like, well, damn, does he like me back? Don't matter. I like him. I got him. I don't care. Like, let's let's reevaluate what we're doing right now. A man is supposed to attain his woman. A woman is not supposed to go out and grab her own man. That is not how it fucking works. You're doing the work for him. You want a man to be a man and respectful? Let him bag you. Let him, you got, and I tell y'all ladies all the time, y'all have the power until y'all give it away. Y'all control the narrative of dating. A man cannot have you if you say no. A man gets no pussy if a woman says, I don't want to fuck you. Period. That is the end. You are the yes and no of everything, women. Y'all control shit until you give it away and you let the man run it. And a man will always run it into the ground because men have ego. And when a man's ego gets too big, he starts to feel himself. And when he starts to feel himself, he starts to do shit he's not supposed to do, which is cheat on you, mistreat you, undervalue you, not support you. And then y'all stay. And you know why y'all stay? Because you liked him so much in the beginning, you hoping he could get back to who he was. No, who he's do, what he's doing now is who he is. He hid it because it was the beginning. And we're going to get to that too. Now, somebody responded. I don't know. This is a man that responded. I don't know about this one. That works for a man without options. A guy who has leverage will recognize when he's putting in more effort than his partner. Now, this is a fucking shitty man. He's looking for reciprocation as a man. No. So she buy you flowers. You want flowers back, you bitch ass nigga? No, no, that's not a man. No, you bugging. Somebody responds, if a man likes a woman enough, he would not see options. If a man likes a woman more, the chances of survival of that relationship is considerably higher. God bless that king. That's a fact. If I like you and I'm on you, I'm focused on you. Oh, I'm going all out. So now everything I can do, I'm going to do. Every single thing you want me to do, I'm going to do. Everything you expect out of me, I'm going to do because I don't want to lose you. I want you that bad. I want to keep you. I, you're, you're the woman I wanted. I've been waiting for you all this time. You here? I'm not fucking it up. That's a man that knows what he got. A man that knows them options don't matter. That's the one. She is it. I got to do everything in my power to keep this woman happy. I got to do whatever it takes. I got to level up as a man to keep her interest. I got to level up as a man to let her know she can trust me and I can lead her properly. You got to be that. Niggas, y'all are fucking crazy. What are you talking about? Next slide. On the first date, make sure you ask all the questions you need in order to figure out who you're dating. And the main question y'all need to ask from Jump is, what are your intentions? What do you want from me, nigga? Do you just want to fuck me or are you trying to be with me? Because I, I honestly, I don't even, I don't see you as a relationship. I'm going to be real. But if this is your intention, I need to know so I know how to play this. Right? Women love to know shit. But they like to find it out without you knowing they know. It's sneaky. That's a little bullshit women love. They want to have that upper hand, but they always had upper hand. You're the woman. You had the upper hand the minute he said hi. He, you always had upper hand till you give it away. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Women love to have information that niggas don't know they have so they can have like a little something in their pocket. I got, I got him. The minute he do this, I got this. 
No, it, no, you don't have to have shit like that. You don't have to have ammo. This is not war, okay? That is a game you're playing, and that is trauma you need to seek out for. You need to seek help with that. You need to heal from that. Every man don't need you to have ammo on him. Every man not going to give you ammo to have on him either. So I really want y'all to understand what y'all do when y'all playing that kind of game. Now, he said the main question, what are your intentions? And tell that man what your, what your intentions are. If you're dating to marry, tell him. So because, hey, I'm going to tell you this. If we on a date and you're like, yeah, I'm trying to get married. So the next man I date, I'm looking to be married. Now, that's going to tell him, okay, I got to date her to get the pussy. I'm out. Or he could sit there and play ball. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll marry you. Shit, whatever. I'm going to act like I'm married and I'm going to dip. He could do that either way. But ladies, you got to be smart enough to see through that. Okay. And there's no such thing as too many questions. Ask that man how his relationship is with his mother. How many times I say that on here? Niggas hate they mother and y'all want to go raise the man. This nigga ain't been mothered his whole life. His mother is a bad mom. So now he's looking for the love he never got from his mother and his woman. And here you go. Oh, I'll take care of you. I'll feed you. I'll, I'll, I'll help you. I'll support you. That is a grown fucking man. You raising a grown man. That is not your job. That was his mother's job to raise him. That man needs help and he is not for you to help. You can't save everybody. And saving him is not going to make him love you. It's not. He's going to use you as much as he can until he cannot use you anymore and move on. That's what these niggas do. I'm giving y'all the fucking game. This is free game. You ain't no charge. How he grew up. Does he have anger issues? How he sees himself in the next five years. If he doesn't mention marriage, you know you're not getting married soon if you date him. Right. Now, this one right here is a little questionable, but this is from a dude. Check his phone. Call him out on his shit. Keep a backup. Treat him like he's an option. If he won't trick on you, level up. Remember that you're smarter than us. Don't get finessed by a goofy. Now, if you a female that's trying to play games, he's speaking truth. If you a female trying to find a real man, this is bullshit. If you got to check his phone, you don't need to be with that nigga. You don't need to be nowhere around him. If you got to constantly call him out on his shit, that is not the right nigga. You shouldn't be having to call him out on anything. Not on shit that's crazy. Keep a backup. Ladies, I say this all the time. Until that nigga say, I want you to be my girlfriend, you are single. Yes, you should keep a backup. Why y'all date one nigga and be single is beyond me. Be loyal to who you fucking. You only sleeping with this nigga. That is not your man. So if a woman approach you and say, hey, you're fucking my man. You can't say anything. What you going to say? Uh, well, uh, d- well, what? what? He didn't tell me. Hmm, what am I? Oh, okay then. Play your part. Play your part. If you are not a girlfriend, if that man never said to you, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. I, I-, I want us to be together. If that conversation never happened, do your fucking thing. Go out on dates. If you want to fuck another nigga, fuck another nigga. It's only make you a hoe if you're selling your pussy. Pussy is free. You're born with it. So how the fuck you a hoe for using your vagina? Are niggas hoes for using their dick with multiple women? Unprotected niggas be out here with STDs and diseases? Multiple kids, multiple kids, mothers? But then you want to conserve yourself. No, bitch, you better go live your life. Just protect yourself. 
Now, this is the one I was talking about, the representative. Don't believe who he seems to be until after the third or fourth month. Not date, month, if you make it that far. That's his representative you've been seeing. It normally wears off around then, and he can't keep up the good guy bullshit if it isn't in him to begin with. That is facts. We can only be nice for so long before we like, yo, listen, man, this bitch. We, when we go fuck, I'm tired. Of, <laughs> a nigga get fed up, for real. <laughs> now, oh, this is bars right here. This shit, that w- this, oh. Stop giving us hints and quotation marks. I just want to know where you want to go eat. It's already nine o'clock and I asked you three this afternoon. Bro, ladies, communication. Y'all always want communication and y'all don't know how to fucking communicate. Y'all don't know how to fucking communicate. Stop talking in circles. Stop talking in code. What the fuck are you trying to say to me? Say that shit flat out. Hey, I think we should be together. That's all you had to say. You seen it like, so what, how long do you see yourself being single? Would you ever date someone like in the near future? But what is your thoughts on relationship? You trying to ask me questions to warm up to ask me, hey, when are you, when are we, what, what are we doing? Are we going to be together or are we just, what are we doing? Be blunt, be direct. You want to get the truth out of somebody, surprise them. Don't warm them up to the question because you're giving them time to think. You're like, oh shit, she's trying to ask me such and such. So by the time you ask, you would already warmed the nigga up. He had a warning. No, you got to come straight out. Yo, what we doing? Huh? Oh shit, what, what, what you mean? No, I mean, we chilling. Oh, we chilling. You want the truth? Shock a motherfucker. Come out, no, out of, come flat out with that shit. Be blunt. Put him on the spot. Why you always got to feel like you on the spot? Y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> Y'all are fucking crazy. Now, this is another one. Believe our actions the first time and don't make excuses for it. If he shows you he ain't shit once, believe it. If he consistently shows up for you, believe that. Also, don't lose yourself in the relationship. How many times I say this all the time? Keep your friends. Keep your social life. Do not give up your friends for no nigga. Do not turn on your friends for no nigga because you need that. You need that balance. You need both. You're still an individual and should have goals and dreams that are not contingent or on or, on or subject to your relationship. You can have both. Remember, the same applies for him too. Fellas, Keep your niggas, keep your friends. Do not, ah, uh, nah, I'm gonna chill with wifey tonight. Nah, nigga, go out. Go out. I know she might not like it, but you gotta have your life too. You gotta keep your life. You cannot make your entire world revolve around that woman. Y'all are gonna grow tired of each other. You have to have an outlet. You have to have your friends. Ladies, you have to have girls night, girls trips. All of that must continue. You do not change, switch up on your friends for no nigga. Now, I'm not saying you can't put your man as priority. You should. But you got to have a life too. You are still a person. Until you married and moved somewhere, stay, listen, you better keep, keep your fucking friends. You need your friends. Keep all your friends. Do not run your friends off because you're in a relationship. Do not stop socializing with your friends because you're in a relationship. Fellas, stop shutting down everything because your girl home. Oh, nah, I'm going to chill my girl. No, bro, go play 2K with niggas. Go chill with your nigga. Now, just balance. Don't put your boys over your girl and don't put your girl over your boys. 50-50, equal. Yo, I chill with y'all right now, but I got to go home, bro. I'm going home. I Nah, I'm going home. I'm going home. You home with your girl for the weekend? Monday come, hey, me and so-and-so go to the bar after work. I'll be home a little late. Okay. Or, yo, 
We going to this spot Wednesday night. You should come with your girls. Shit like that. Why y'all make shit so difficult and it's not that hard? Shit ain't that hard. It's not hard to incorporate your girl into your life. She's a part of it anyway. So why not just let her fucking learn all your friends? She's supposed to know all your friends anyway. Your girl don't know your friends and you just out, you're making her like an outcast. You're keeping her away from everything. It's, 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 it's kind of like disappointing. You want, her, you want her to be close to you and she get close to you by knowing your family and your friends if that's your girl for real. Now, this one right here, I got to debate it. We'll see. Now, a woman going to agree with it because it sounds like it's right, but we're going to talk about it. If a guy leaves you and comes back, it's because he found something better, but they won't put up with his bullshit. I agree with that. That's a fact. There's a time you'll leave a true chick for a chick you like more, and the girl you like more is not like that other girl you just stopped dealing with. So it's like, oh, damn, I can't even get that off of her. Fuck. Let me call such and such back. She like that shit. She'll deal with it. <laughs> a confused man is a man with options. If he keeps saying he doesn't want a relationship right now, the with you is silent. Let me tell you this. I say this shit all the time. I don't want a relationship. And it has nothing to do with a with you. No, for me, it's period. It's I don't want a relationship, period. There's not a with you with that. The reason I don't want a relationship is because I'm not ready. Simple and plain. Simple and plain. You could not be ready. It's okay. I'm not ready for that. That's it. There's no games involved. There's no fucking, no swindlement. I'm just not ready to be in a relationship. I'm not there yet. Even at 34, about to be 35 years old, I'm not there. I've been through some things I need to heal from. I'm taking the time to fix myself and to recover from all this shit so I can be fully with somebody when I'm ready, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Now, in the meantime, will I entertain people? Of course, I'm a human being. I'm a man. I like women. So I'll deal with women in between this, these relationships. I'm not, what the fuck, I'm, what am I supposed to do? Deal with nobody or talk? No, you can deal. Just make it clear to the person you're dealing with, I'm not looking for a relationship. And if that is what you're looking for, then I'm sorry. You know, make it clear. Communication. Um, last one. This, I live by this right here. Sorry. I live by this to this day. My friends always say, oh, you, you, you too fast. You give up too fast. Blah, blah, blah. Give no second chances. We are fully aware of our actions and have considered the consequences beforehand and made a choice. I say it all the time. People know what the fuck they're doing. You think niggas don't know what they're doing? You think we don't know what we're doing? We know what the fuck we're doing. We've been doing this for years. We've been at this. Niggas been dogs their whole fucking life. Who do you think this is? Um, all right. So that's my free game for the week. Ladies, I hope y'all learned a little something from that. If you didn't, then, uh, you know, listen again. Re-listen. Uh... There's been no uh, announcement for a new versus, so we don't uh, we don't know anything. We don't know anything right now as far as who the next matchup is going to be or whatever. But we'll see. Um, now new music. I don't have no nothing really dropped besides Nas and Drake. Dave East dropped Karma Three. I, I don't really like it, so I, I'm not going to shit on it because I fuck with Davies, but this project is not for me. Um, let's see. I play some old school shit. I don't really have nothing new. M music is slow right now. So as of late, I've been listening to a lot of old ASAP Rocky, which means Rocky, it's time for an album. What the fuck are you? What are you doing? It's time for an album, ASAP Rocky. Let's go. But I've been listening to a lot of old ASAP Rocky. And, um, 
play some off my nigga Rocky shit. Let's see. Uh, which one do I want? Damn. All right, this is brand new guy, ASAP Rocky, Schoolboy Q. You know what's big, I'm camel down in my boxes, goatee, a bathing ape, it's animals in my project, like monkeys, orangutans, banana clip on that chopper, I hold heat, bangers bang, let your key to speak, better keep the peace, that little beat, ring a ring, I don't care if you blue or you red flag, Hair swinging, my pants sagging, hoes all in my bandwagon. Yo, bitch gagging, she jet lagging. On my cuz, niggas, what's cracking? On my blood, niggas, what's popping? I ain't set tripping, I just happen. No click clacking, you mismatching. Fuck swagging, you been jacking. Fuck fly, I am fashion. Trying to cop that Benz wagon. My bitch driving, my friends crashing. Niggas threat with the chit chatting. See a nigga, don't shit happen. I'm finna blow on that Ben Latin, so talk money. Yeah. Now which nigga wanted with the fat boy, huh? Clipped up like I'm paranoid. High as hell, nigga Fitzroy. Yeah. Pull it off through the city like, uh, uh. seen that whole nigga like, uh, uh. hopped up on the nigga like, Murp. put that pussy nigga in the purse. Yeah. He wouldn't be the first. Yeah. Cover him yeah. in dirt. Yeah, uh, shit. Put him in the ground. He was down to earth. Uh. And knocked up, nigga. I've been down since birth. Backpack full of random work. Yeah. Two bad hoes. I teach you how to jerk. Teach you how to jerk. Swagging in my J's. Pop me a pill and throw that pussy array. Pussy array. My prerogative ways. Nappy chin hands with the brand new face. Yeah. Brand new nigga with a brand new venue. Mm. So that bitch out should have made that whole bigger. Yeah. Killing careers make these cupcakes remember. Yeah. My objective is to serve your agenda. Yeah. Biggie and Nas put they ass in the blender. Huh? Sprinkle some 50 and came Can off I this nigga. Be quick with a gat and a dick in your mouth. Right. Balls in my hands and your bitch in my house. Twisting a weed and digging her out. Just filling her out. Do all that shit you be talking about. While you gone, shit, Netflix on your couch. What this popcorn about? Microwave oven while you out there cuffing. You over there loving. That bitch be my stuffing like, like we really like be fucked. Really fuck. Yes, 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 yes. That's ASAP Rocky featuring Schoolboy Q. Brand new guy off his old mixtape. Live Love ASAP. I'm going to play one more and I'm going to get out of here. Been listening to a lot of Lloyd Banks lately. We got to give Lloyd Banks his flowers. Got to give Banks his flowers. One of the best members of G-Unit to me. My favorite member. I always thought he was way better than 50. But, eh, we know, we know. Whatever. So, let's see. What we going to play? 
Wanna play something? Fire. Mm, all right, this is Lloyd Banks' story to tell of Money in the Bank Part 1. Listen up, I got a story to tell. Listen up, I got a story Money in the Bank! This one's about Puerto Rican Ruiz, gold covering two teeth, unpredictable nigga, always in some new beef. At school, he plans robberies on his loose leaf. Only 17 with the mind of a true thief. Never had the patience required to make it, so he takes it. Forcing with the next man bracelet, playing the block wasted. And nobody is smoked with him, cause nine times out of ten, he laced it. Revolving in his backpack, only blending in cause he half black. Moving through the hood like a lab rat, never been a good student, cause his whole wig's polluted. Similar to the niggas he recruited Like nappy head Chris Pretty Ricky and Ronnie Became best of friends Cause every one of them grimy Before they met met They ordered they shared dirt Now that they together Situations only got worse See root He the mastermind Always got a mission But his trigger figure itchy So the average nigga listen He set his neck listen Cause he caught a nigga slipping In the bins with a system With his lady friend kissing They got a table sitting Breaking down chunks On top of their textbooks Getting ready for their next jokes And he a big timer I know his girl from Rolanda, she live uptown, my bro's Donna, the only thing left now is to find her, and getting her vagina, they sent Ricky, the bitch picky, weeks pass with her husband, no quickies, and walking through the city, his eyes tattooed on her titties, they stopped for drinks, drinks led to the crib, crib led to the bed, the bed led to her head, she dropped the question, she said exactly where he stayed at, cause he cheated on her twice, and this is her way of payback, now we on his way back to Queens, weapon in the jeans, going over the directions to the cream, but while he was going right in Chris got arrested yep. Doing the side jokes Nobody really expected My shit's getting hectic A four-man army Turned to two, two niggas Four arms and two triggers But they ain't care They can smell the money in the air Busting the house Long chrome stuffed in his mouth Made him sit the fuck on the couch Snuffing him out They ran to the back room Punching holes through the bathroom They found the stash Ziploc bags full of cash Alongside of some potent ass hash A week past Rue acting funny Cause he ain't never liked the idea Of another nigga with money Yeah Money in the bank. Part one. That was Lloyd Banks' story to tell. Both Money in the Bank, part one. Listen, man. Summer's coming to an end. Oh, damn it. We didn't have much of a summer. We had a... We made the most of it, though. We made the most of it. For the most part, a lot of niggas was, uh, you know, play-balling. A lot of play balling was going on this summer. And when I say a lot of play balling, it's like I haven't seen an Azul bottle since July 31st. Now, you know, I'm not making fun of nobody. But to the people that didn't need that unemployment money that was wasting that shit on alcohol, you deserve to be fucked up right now. Yeah, because you had free money and you drank it all. And I hope it was worth it. Niggas been buying Casamigos more than anything. That shit look going like Gatorade. Casamigos going... Listen, whoever owned that shit, congrats, my nigga. You done took over for Henny, Patron, Ciroc. Niggas don't want nothing but Casamigos. They even drinking the brown one. Oh, I don't give a fuck what it is. If the nigga say Casamigos, get it. How much is it? $70. Damn, nigga, it was 40 last week. Get it. But that Azul price. That's Jordan's every week. Niggas ain't doing that now, huh? What happened, baby? What happened, baby? I heard you niggas is back to buying dubs. Y'all not even buying eighths no more. Niggas ain't even got the 30, 40 for the eighth. They just want a 20. Just give me a dub, bro. Just give me a grand. That's enough for a spliff. 
Niggas is doing bad out here. And it's your own fault. Because you know better. Y'all knew better. What the fuck was you partying about? Got Steinway shut down because y'all couldn't sit in the house. I ain't seen Harlem lit since that night. I seen it in July. What happened? Niggas was posting designer bags crazy. That shit slowed down a little bit. And and I'm going to say this too. About these designer weed bags. Stop opening the fucking bag like it's Doritos. Shaking up them little two little nuggets in the fucking bag. That is garbage. All right? The weed in there look like regular fucking weed to me. These bags don't mean shit to me. All right? Because if you could put fucking doo-doo in a wrapper and call it chocolate, is it chocolate? No, right? It's shit. Shit is shit. Don't matter about the wrapper, my nigga. It's the product. Get y'all shit together, man. Listen, man, this is episode 145. I've had a great time with you guys today. Um... No, this is 146. Damn. Oops. I said, yo, I named the episode wrong from the beginning. <laughs> yo, listen, it's 146. 146, not 145. Oops. If y'all made it to this point, I corrected it. But I opened the episode saying 145. It's 146. Please do not, like, damn, I kind of fucked that up. It's fine. Listen, y'all are here to music and know it's a new episode anyway. But anyway, listen, it's been great talking with y'all. I'm going to work. Uh, I'll be back next week because it's a birthday episode. Turn up. My birthday is August 27th, by the way, next Thursday. Turning 35. Listen, if y'all want to cash at me something or whatever, if y'all niggas want to send me gifts or whatever, if y'all got little brands that y'all have that y'all may be trying to get off, you got brands, send it to me. I have no problem promoting and rocking y'all shit. Uh, if you really want to get me something for my birthday uh, and you live on the West Coast, uh, get me and send me some weed. That would be sensational. Um, I don't give a fuck what it is. If it's from the dispensary, send that shit. Um, that's way better than the weed we got out here. Um, that's all I got for this week, y'all. I love you. Peace. Did you-